Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Well, butter my butt and call me a biscuit. Have you been dying to see us live? Then get psyched about the last podcast network, Country Jamboree, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee, on June 18th. Jackie, we're not at the Country Bear Jamboree, but I am grinning like a possum, eating a sweet tater. Because we'll have all your favorite LPN family out and performing live, including last podcast on the left, page seven, Wizard and the Bruiser, No Dogs in Space, Brighter Side, Fraudsters, Someplace Underneath, The Story Must Be Told, and more. Tickets available now. Again, that's the Ryman Auditorium on June 18th in Nashville, Tennessee. The last podcast network, Country Jamboree. Oh, Riverdale. You tried my patience, Riverdale. (laughs) It's been a long, long five years that we've been watching this show. As I watch it, I'm like, do people watch this show still? I feel like I, like, in Riverdale and Sister Wives are the only two things in my life that I'm like, am I? alone in the universe <laughs> am i screaming out into no- the nothing like obviously people watch this show it's still on i think that youth do at least <laughs> two and a half years ago when i was still working in middle schools uh before the pandemic they were um so maybe it's them who watch it i also have been meaning to ask you sister wives because uh, i'm on season one and which appears to have been 20 years ago? Is it the same yeah. family now? Or is did they find yeah. a new sister-wife family? No, all of the kids are grown up. They're like completely grown Like all of the little ones are all in high school and going, starting to go to college. Uh-huh. It's the entire, like we watch their family grow up. <laughs> it's like a I'm Charles Dickens novel. Like, like the whole span of time, you know? Yeah. And then the older kids start also having kids. Ah, uh, so it's like a Duggars situation without the molestation. Yes. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, no, they're nowhere near the Duggars because they actually move away and have their own life experiences. Uh-huh. And so it's also, you know, the the moms traveling to go see them oh, and stuff okay. like that. But also then dealing with the empty nests. How, yeah, sure. Even though they have so many kids. And then there's the grandbabies. But then the gra- I'm sorry, now we're talking about sister wives. Sister <laughs> Welcome wives. to sister wife roundup. I'll do a sister wife roundup. <laughs> Don't get me started. Can you imagine how much time? This show, it, it's so much so there's so much sister wives. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying I'm thoroughly enjoying season one. Like uh if Gideon so we'll also talk about Gideon's relationship with Riverdale in this episode. But if Gideon <laughs> yes, usually Gideon and I try to he tries to stop working and we try to watch a show together, you know, most nights if we can. Um but some lately sometimes if he has a lot of work, he'll be like, No, I can stop for a little bit and I'll be like, No, 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 no. Why don't you why don't you keep working? Because that keep means working. I want to watch Sister Wives because he will not, <laughs> absolutely will not watch that. He won't watch Sister Wives? I don't think that is, I haven't even asked him, but that's in the genre of reality where he's like, why don't you do that on the nights that I'm working? I Real that. Housewives of Salt Lake City is also in that category, even though I think he would actually really like Real Housewives of Salt Lake City because who wouldn't? Like, who wouldn't? Everyone would, whereas yeah. not everyone would like Sister Wives. No, it, it is not. I openly say it is not for everyone. I understand. <laughs> it's very A lot of slow. People that have watched it and they're like, it's boring. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what I like about it. It's about family. I think it's very interesting. It's about the psychology behind being Sister Wives. I think it's very interesting. Um, but Riverdale. Also, though, I have my stories as well. Like Riverdale, I watch with Jeff, but all of my other stories I watch alone. Uh-huh. So I do completely understand. They're my story time. Yeah. So I call my stories time. Yeah. Everyone needs their stories, and and poor Gideon has been in and out of the Riverdale universe so much, Oof. which ultimately is best for him and probably for everybody because you and I are probably the only people on earth who've seen every single episode of Riverdale, and yes. it's not good for the brain. Sometimes no. it feels great, other times it feels like torture. <laughs> so this was a torture. This episode. was a torture episode, and uh, and yet so much happened. I think I fucking hate. Percival Pickens. I hate him. When did he become I hate a cop? Storyline. Excuse I me. I hate it. I hate it. Like I hate it. Since when is he? A, who is this guy? I get. Like I said last week. Like why him? And I had faith. Like okay, they, this boring choice of character and boring. You know, whatever. The actor's fine, but like why this? Why just this guy? Why not? a more interesting character. And I thought, okay, well, surely they're going to do some cool shit here. And if that's the plan, they haven't implemented the plan yet. It was just like, I don't know, finding bags of, uh, of, you know, weapons is kind of fun. Um, you know, having a baby search for a missing baby kind of fun, but it was just, I want it to be sexier and I want it to be spicier and I want it to be be more mysterious. I want it to be ghostier and more magic-y and this was just like, this was just like a lot, there's just a lot of municipal drama between the city council and that's not what we come to Riverdale for. No! I don't care! And I just like, if you're gonna have a big bad like a Hiram Lodge, you know, I get it, at least he's smoldering to look at. Yes. I'm sorry, Percival yeah. Pickens, but you get you're giving me nothing. Yeah. To get like if he started like sidling up with Alice Cooper, and if they started having like a hot, sexy fling, I would immediately love him. To- if he if there could be a reason. Anything, like, right. That's so true, because it's not just that it's like a boring 
character type. Like, you know, I like when they bring in new people and it's like gets gayer, you know, or it gets younger or it gets whatever, like, you know, more diverse. This is just like it's it's not that but it's also not new hotness it's like when uncle daddy came in and it's like yeah like boring white man like uncle daddy came in and we were like why isn't uncle daddy even hot and now personal pickings making uncle daddy look interesting you know exactly oh my god mj you took took the words right out of my mouth (laughs) and it wasn't while you were kissing me it was while we were talking about riverdale (laughs) i loved everything okay let's let's jump in because I did really like the, all the stuff with Cheryl slash Abigail this episode, even though it was a lot. But that's Riverdale. Yeah, babe. that's what I'm here for. But the main part of the plot was Percival Pickens, who is slowly taking over the town of Riverdale, trying to clean it up, which I still think is a la Hal Cooper. Very, very done this already before Riverdale plotline. This is what I didn't understand. I was like, so is he trying to take over the town? With his mind control. Uh-huh. Or is he trying to destroy the town with his mind control? Is he trying right. to cleanse the town with his mind control? And why? And Obviously, why? it's because of some historical beef with Abigail. Yes. So fine. But you need to give us some, you know, give us a taste, Riverdale. Because, right, like, at least with Hal and the Hal I have to cleanse Riverdale plotline, we eventually knew... Well, I don't think we didn't really find that out until the very end. But eventually we found out that yes. it was because, I don't know, some serial killer purity thing. Yeah, and the genes. The genes. The dad, his father was also His childhood. Something. Yeah. Again, I don't think that, <laughs> that was, was... years ago. It was years ago. And I, I can't emphasize enough. I don't think it made sense at the time either. <laughs> but in retrospect, it did make sense. We are now in the it doesn't make sense timeline with Percival Pickens. And I think that what Riverdale needs to do is give us a little bit more breadcrumbs as we go for whatever you're setting up to lay down. Because what Riverdale likes to do is have like 20 incomprehensible episodes in a row and then on the 21st be like, it all makes sense, you know, yes. and I need more <laughs> before and earlier. At least it, like if he was a more interesting character, I'd be like, well, you know, fuck it. He's real weird. So you're so like, right with um, ever never. Yeah. You know, like with at that, least it was I'm like, I don't know what the guy from one tree doing. hill, you know, at least we had that. Yes. Who is this guy even like get make him a dad. Yeah. From the 90s, please. Dunno, I just, I feel guilt. I feel weirdly guilty for saying how much I dislike this character, too. Immediately, like, but Jackie, you do love this show. Just give it some more time. Like, but Brain, how much time can we give? I need to like this character at some point. And so last episode, he got rid of the houseless. And this episode, he's trying to get rid of gangs. So we know we've got the ghoulies. The head of the ghoulies is now Twyla Twist. She's evil, but she's got rad, mad fashion. <laughs> and Twyla Twist is the head of the ghoulies, and Tony is the Serpent Queen. And this episode was called The Serpent Queen's Gambit because it was a, a game of chess, MJ. <laughs> And so it was all about, oh, what is Tony going to do? Because Percival Pickens is going after Tony and the serpents and the ghoulies right right because of his purity no gangs thing purity? and there, <laughs> i guess question mark and once again just like last week's episode there then were i probably not accidentally i'm assuming on purpose good some good politics coming out of riverdale which i always enjoy yes. last week very good um you know messaging around 
dignity for uh, houseless people. And this week, uh, lots of the messaging that you shouldn't lose your job just because of a gang affiliation and that you can actually still be a totally important, reputable member of the community. And in fact, sometimes gangs come in to meet needs uh, that are not being met by, yes. you know, other institutions. And that was fun. And I like that to whatever, whatever woke Riverdale writer is like, Let's bring in a Black Panther reference here and what we're talking yes. about transitioning away from being a gang and towards being like a community organization. I was like, all right, Riverdale, I see what you're okay. doing. Okay. I see you. I see I you. See. Exactly. It's fun. You yes. know, that's nice. But, but so Tony lost her job from the Council of Four because you remember it's Tabitha, it's Alice Cooper, it's Uncle Daddy, and then it's Tony Topaz. But now get rid of Tony Topaz. Guess who's on the board? Percival Pickett. <laughs> Because he, all right, let me wrap my mind around this. What he did is that he set up the gang. He set up the serpents. He first of all set up Kevin. He's using mind control. Right. Kevin has decided that baby Anthony is not in good hands because Tony and Fangs are both gang leaders. Meanwhile, Kevin doesn't even have any relationship to that child because he stepped out of the triad. So, like, yes. that was also confusing. Like, him being like, oh. How is he going to try to get child control? <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have child phrase? control. <laughs> he was going to be a parent, rights. but then he decided not to be. So, like, I don't think he has any parental, unless it's his sperm, which I don't think it is. Like, uh, I don't think he has any parental rights but that's a side. That's that's for when we have a lawyer on the show eventually. Is his parental rights maybe that the fact that he's the only one that calls the baby Anthony and not baby Anthony? Because <laughs> I feel like at some point, baby being called baby Anthony is going to be um, really annoying to baby <laughs> Anthony. They all call him baby, baby Anthony except for Kevin. And I don't know why I keyed up on that, but I think it was just because it's like, stop saying baby Anthony. There's no other Anthony. <laughs> if there were two Anthonys, I'd understand. <laughs> I'm right, sorry. it should be baby Tony because there's two baby Tonys. Tony. There's only one, and Anthony. that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, Riverdale. <laughs> so, what do they do? It's a setup because now all of a sudden Percival Pickens is also a cop. So, it, but you know what? Also, so when is Kevin. did that happen? So, no, they don't need to go through the uh, schooling at all. They're now just cops. So Percival Pickens. I thought it was a setup because they're like, you've got a bunch of guns in the house. Yeah, I, I thought it was a setup too. And then Fags was like, yeah, I totally did that. I just I got all like a those bunch guns. of guns. <laughs> got them all. I, like I was mad that you guns. suggested we not be a gang anymore. So I reacted by just getting bags, bags, bags of guns, putting them in the home with our baby. Just loose in the back. Just Honestly, hanging out. I kind of understood <laughs> when CPS came. I was like, yeah, they got a bag of guns. Bag of guns. And a crawling baby. Yeah, unlocked, open. And but honestly, my first thought was, ain't no way that you that Tony is a parent taking care of a child in a small space and hadn't come across those guns herself because right? where were the guns? You have to clean your house so much and you have to follow your damn baby around so much. You know, every inch of your house like if there there is no bag of guns in my home because I know I know everything that is in my home. I know it so well. I spend so much time there. So I was kind of like, Tony, not to mother shame you, but how did you not find these heaping piles of guns Huge. in your small home that Fangs got right after your fight about not being a gang anymore? 
And then Tony, I mean, Fangs is just like, yeah, all right, take me away. I guess I won't be a daddy anymore because I decided that I like guns better. But don't worry. I guess he'll get out of jail with all those illegal guns that he had. But the thing is, MJ, is it because he's waging war against the ghoulies? But now we know who is really waging war and trying to get them to kill each other. It's Percival Pickens. Right. So he made a big raid setup. Of the serpents. Right. I'm assuming got into Twyla Twist's mind and got her to get the serpents all geared up. So they show up with a bunch of guns, a bunch of illegal guns, even more illegal guns than the ones that had been raided from their home. But it was a setup. And they found out last minute that it was a, it was a cop set up with Percival Pickens. So what does Tony do? She live streams so that they can't just gun them all down. Meanwhile. Political. Right? <laughs> Meanwhile, across town, the same thing was happening to the ghoulies. Right. But we find out at the end of the episode that it wasn't a shootout between the cops and the ghoulies. All of the ghoulies shot themselves. Right. We have discussed the Calvin Ball phenomenon of Riverdale before, where it's hard <laughs> to like find your footing when the rules can change at any minute. That was certainly going on as early as the organ harvesting season, uh, and it has been a slippery slope since then. And I think the problem with the Percival, one of the many problems with the Percival Pickens character is that he could just get into anyone's mind at any time, at multiple minds at once, the minds of an entire gang, also another gang across town. There's no, like, limits. To, we don't know the clear limits to what his powers are, so it's just like, oh, yeah, the whole town is being... Like, it would be better if we knew what the rules were. When you're making what up an imaginary world, it has to follow... There has to be an alternate set of rules yes. to make it a reality. This is like yes. the rule number one of improv. You can't just be like, and now I'm flying, and now I'm... You know, you can't do it. It doesn't work. And, and with Percival Pickens, it's just like, how many minds can you control at once? Like, there are no limits to your power? That's not interesting. You need limits to your power, Percival. And what is his kryptonite? Because he must have... Some sort of kryptonite, right? Yeah. What is your motivation? What are your limits? And what is your kryptonite? Don't we don't know, don't know any of these things. Don't know. Don't know any of it. Absolutely if we knew even one, it. it would make him more interesting. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and now that he can just do... Because, all right, if we're going to get into logistics here, if he wants the town of Riverdale to do all of these things... Why doesn't he just take over all of their minds? Seriously. And then it's all done. Yeah. If you can take over the, like, fucking dozens and dozens of people at once, which you obviously can based on this episode, just take over the whole town and make it your little toy town, like, and control yeah, it. Yeah, and then just be, like, railing Alice up against the <laughs> desk. I miss the fucking MJ. I need more lust. There, It is a lustless show right now. And it's driving me bananas. Yeah, even with our three hot main characters, there's no chemistry. There's nothing going on between anybody. You know, the, the one thing I liked about this episode was like Archie and Betty and Jug back at it again. Back but, at it again. But even that was boring because there's like, you know, they're, I don't know, their superpowers are like kind of interesting. Like the scene where Cheryl tries to poison them with scones um, and... You know, Archie's like, oh, oh no, God. I ate a poison scone. But then he's like, oh, I'm invulnerable. Like, that's okay. That's fine. 
And then Jughead's like, oh, I had a poison scone too. And then he's got to puke it all up. I was like, okay, I'm interested in this, I guess. Like, But, you know, I miss the sexual tension between the, the hotties, the young hotties and the old hotties. And also, I hate to say it, but with how buttoned up Betty is, she just looked hungover she with did. the glasses on. Like, she just looked like, don't bother me and get me another fucking cup of coffee. <laughs> she did. Gideon kept being like, why is she wearing sunglasses everywhere? I was like, I don't know. I think it has to do with her, her superpowers. Her eyes hurt because she sees auras of threats. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to explain the dream hellscape that Cheryl is locked in because uh, someone asked me for like uh, an old roundtable-esque segment idea. And I was like, what kind of hell dreamscape would you keep someone in? And I'm like, you know, like in Riverdale when she's trapped inside of her body by a ghost ancestor. And so the ghost ancestor created a dream hellscape for her that is governed by her creepy doll makeup mommy. Like this is. And then like 20 minutes have passed and the person you're talking to is like, I- I'm sorry, I have I to go. I don't care. I do. I couldn't possibly care. <laughs> but we care. And that's why, again, I really truly believe talking about Riverdale is way more fun to watch than Riverdale. Yeah. I would love to know how are people feeling about this season? Were you also forced to stand up so that you didn't fall asleep during this episode? Like I was I by that. my That's husband. what Gideon did to you. Gideon kept being like, you need to get up off the couch. If you stay in a sitting position, you're going to keep falling asleep. Stand up. Get on your two feet. <laughs> and I was like on the couch and I was like, no, no, no. Percival, he has the mind control. Like I was like, He's I'm getting got <laughs> I was by the end. It was hard. Hard to keep hanging on. Um, yeah. Oh, you mean the end when the child beater that we're supposed to feel bad for slash gambler slash uh, Reggie's father. In the end, they're like, but look at him with those wise guys playing poker. We need to talk about Reggie and yeah. Veronica. What the fuck is going on? What is happening? Once again, <laughs> the stakes make no sense. Like, I found myself just being like, wait a minute. Why is Reggie's dad here? Like, you know, he's a gambler, MJ, and he's dying. I, he's dying. He's a gambler. <laughs> We've only met him before in the context of him being like horribly abusive to Reggie. Certainly, he is yes. a character in the Riverdale universe. He's been in many episodes, and we know that he's part of Reggie's life and that he's a big part of Reggie's motivation. Um, so, like, it's not like he came out of nowhere, but it kind of just felt like, did you guys just need any? thing for Veronica and Reggie to do like this episode like couldn't they have been dealing with anything that had to do with the rest of the episode instead of just like this kind of sad old man it was just sad and I like yes I just was I just found it to be a big bring down every time we went to Reggie's dad plot line like I'm sad because I and it like it's not that you can't empathize with a abusive character if 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 the show sets up an investment in that character, but this is just some guy who the last time we saw him, it was to be like, oh, he's like an abusive shithead who Reggie needs to escape. And then now suddenly, like two years later, it's like, oh. His dad. His dad. He's a gambling addict who has cancer. And it's like, what? Why are, why, why are the stakes suddenly extremely high, yet also I don't have any investment in it whatsoever? Right. And he also is still, it's not like, oh, he's learned and he's grown. He sold off their, like, their one big thing. They saw, He sold off the car dealership that was essentially going to be Reggie someday 
for his gambling, he's he got he gambled it away in a poker game with some wise guys. I hate that they get referred to as wise guys. Uh, like, oh, the wise guys came in, and so, oh, can't Veronica talk to the wise guys because the wise guys have the car dealership now. And we're watching this character. You're right. I don't give a shit. I just don't care. I, I hate to say that. Like, he he's not won back my heart after beating the shit out of his kid. Yeah. I don't like this character. Go ahead. Yeah. Write him off. Yeah. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> you can't just be like, uh, cancer. Uh, uh, like, to add it to a plot line. Like, what? Why? We And now he's a good father. Yeah. Like, no. It's a lot more complicated than that. And it wasn't like an, and it wasn't even trying to be an episode about like the complicated relationship you can have with a parent or a loved right. one who is, who has done horrible things to you, no, it was a C but who plot you still line. love that. Yeah, exactly. Like you could make a movie about Reggie's relationship with his dad if you wanted to invest in that type of, in that relationship. But to have it as a C plot line, it's just like this weird, it was this weird kind of like redeeming redemption of a character who the who's known for just being abusive it was just a strange choice i don't care about this sad old man and i want to see veronica doing sexy evil things be more evil daddy's gone you gotta be daddy you need to be more yes evil. yes like, if, if like why kill off hiram if not to have veronica finally become hiram like yes that is the missed opportunity here that is the screaming missed opportunity of this season like i don't find veronica to be she's never been you know in my top two slots of the top four characters but like at least she her thing is that she's supposed to be, you know, like less bitchy than Cheryl, but like pretty bitchy and pretty evil, you know? And I feel like Veronica and Reggie should be partners of evil. Yeah. And I think that's how you switch it up, that it's the two of them working together to be evil. Against and the other three. You can play right. with. Right, yes. yes. Yeah, instead of having the other but three. that's not what is happening right now. <laughs> instead of having the other three, we have four principal characters, right? You could, it would be so interesting to have one of them versus the other three. Would we do that with the four people we we spent the last fucking five years being invested in no instead we have three of them <laughs> united against some guy we've never met until now who we don't know why he's there who he is what the limits of his superpowers are and then we don't even veronica's out here in no man's land i feel bad for veronica give her a plot line give her a plot line because she's got the fits for it she's been her fits have been outstanding in this season i'm just like damn girl <laughs> Fuck yeah. And yeah, and she, you know, the the actress is great. Like she I've just never loved Veronica's character, but the actress is great. Right. Cammy Mendez is is great. She's she I think that she's very talented at being this this bitch. This bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> BP added more than 70 billion dollars to the US economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. 
Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Every day, our world gets a little more connected, but a little further apart. But then there are moments that remind us to be more human. Thank you for calling Amica Insurance. Hey, uh, I was just in an accident. Don't worry, we'll get you taken care of. At Amica, we understand that looking out for each other isn't new or groundbreaking. It's human. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And Reggie's great, too. It's like, okay, you've got, like, two hotties over here. And you got three hotties Wire over here. the fucking on the bed of money? Yes. We got it that one time. I'm like, I need more money fucking. Yes. Yes. There is all these hotties and no sex. Like, I want more Begging gay. I want more gay sex. I want yes. more straight sex. I just yes. want more sex. I need it. I need it because that's what gets me through. It gets me through the Percival Pickens plot line. If it's a Chad Michael Murray, give me a Chad Michael Murray to a, look at. Give us a Skeet Ulrich to look at. Oh my God! I miss where him. Is he every day? I miss him. Where is he? And like honestly, Twilight Twist. She starts kissing. I'm here for sure. it. But now she's being controlled by Percival Pickens. I'm sorry, I did, before I pivoted, I didn't even get to say that um, we didn't finish the first plot line of that Percival Pickens ends up stealing baby Anthony and like that's what got them to the... I just feel like I don't understand. I don't mean to get back into it. Percival Pickens, I don't understand the, his intentions and why he's using a baby the only baby in Riverdale <laughs> to get what he wants when he can mind control. Can we leave the baby out of it? Can we just like, right? Unless the baby's flying over a fire. Can we just leave <laughs> the baby out of it? Right. I appreciate Riverdale's, uh, again, knowledge about the laziest possible way to up the stakes, which is put a baby on it you know so i get it it's like put a baby on a baby's it. missing Ooh, the stakes have been heightened baby's floating over fire Ooh, the stakes have been heightened right See, that was gr- Ugh, lots of fun baby shenanigans babies being kidnapped uh and almost injured have happened over our time in riverdale and that's fine but again we don't Really, even though we know and love Tony, and I love Tony, I love so excited to see her every time. Oh yeah, I don't really. We have not uh, kind. We've kind of become invested in the story of Baby Anthony via Fangs and Tony's relationship. Um, but it's like we don't. Do I really care that this baby is missing? You know, like I, I, no, I don't know if I, I do. Didn't. I didn't care. And now, thus, what is left? It is our B plot line. Yes, I went from the A to the C to the B <laughs> because this was my favorite plot line. Yes, we were talking about Cheryl living inside of Abigail Blossom's brain. Yes, this is the best plot line. Me. So let's talk about this and also her 
plot to reincarnate Thomasina through <laughs> Tony. At first I thought, okay, Tony is the reincarnation of Thomasina. That makes sense. But then when I was reading recaps, it was like, no, Tony, Thomasina. No, she tried to get her blood. Remember, right. she gave her roses and she touched the thorn in the rose because she needed her blood to do a reincarnation spell. Right. See, this is what I'm fucking talking about, Riverdale. I don't need it as a B plot line. Make it the A plot line. Yes. Get in it. Yes. This is such a fun dumb weird thing that finally after all of these episodes of abigail saying i'm going to go after you know archie i forget what their biblical names <laughs> are but the archie betty and jughead right. i want to go after them to get back at their ancestors i also want to get thomasina back so that we can start fucking and i thought that maybe this episode we were going to get a little bit of smash yeah but we didn't no yeah not only did we lose the gay relationship between Tony and Cheryl, which then... Although they're still queer. They're still they queer. They to say Still it. queer. I love that they just, when they dropped that in the episode. But we are still queer. <laughs> but we are in a heterosexual relationship. And that's now. fine. Bye visibility, fine. right? Fine. Fuck yes. We uh, we love our bi visibility here on Riverdale Roundup. Yes. Certainly. But, again, we have lost the sex. I don't care about by, by visibility if there is sex invisibility there is not enough romance there's not enough sex and there you know and Cheryl the, Riverdale just needs to understand that Cheryl is their biggest asset Cheryl is is head and shoulders above everyone else on the show in terms Love of her. like you know when she is on screen. Why for dost thou cry? <laughs> you, you will enjoy Riverdale if it is a scene with Cheryl. That yes. she is your secret weapon, not Percival yes. Pickens, not no. bags of guns, not a baby, no. not, no. Right, not even superpowers. It's Cheryl. Cheryl. It's Cheryl and queerness. Those are your two yes. secret weapons. And Thornhill. And Thornhill. Yes. Yeah. Nana, Nana Rose, Rose, Penelope, even yes. Jason. Honestly, yes. bring back the corpse of Jason Blossom. Yes. Well, we can't because now there's a doll, but we've got <laughs> another doll. We hit another doll. But before we get to the doll, so she's trying to reincarnate Tony. So she gets her blood from the thorn on the roses that she gives her. And then you had touched upon this earlier. She dressed up like Little Red Riding Hood, went to the school because I forget that even amongst all of the superhero stuff that Betty, Jughead, and Archie still work at Riverdale High School. I couldn't believe that. I thought for sure we had moved past that plot line. <laughs> I thought we had moved past it. I, yeah, I thought Jughead had a new job as the editor of some new newspaper, but he's, you know. He's doing it all. He can do it all. So she comes in and starts giving them secret poison scones because that was her idea after all this talk and this buildup her idea was i'll just make poison scones and it worked that's it there was no challenge to implementing the the plan either it was just like i'll make poison scones and they'll eat them and they'll they will eat them because i am cheryl and they will eat them but I why would say, they be like yeah mouth? you're you're you hate me and you've been trying to kill me for years and especially right now sure i'll, I'll eat your scones. scone how'd you get inside the school you don't work here <laughs> It should be more difficult for you to get inside of here. But I love how Archie ate his scone. He looked like he took the scone and just like mashed it. It's what it's <laughs> because he had tortilla crumbs all over his mouth. 
all over the desk. And I don't know why that was, I had to pause it. I was laughing so hard. It was like, what did you like? Ah, you're like, ah, like how do we show that Archie devil? ate it? Do you think the audience will understand that he ate it if we don't have crumbs everywhere? <laughs> Just because you're super strong, I don't think you have to eat like that. I think people would notice because that's the thing. So Cheryl doesn't know that they have superpowers. Right. And in my brain, once we become aware, I assume, which sometimes is the rule in Riverdale, that everyone knows these kinds of things. Right. Yeah, it's because hard to keep straight who know. knows what. That is that is always been something hard about Riverdale, but it's hard now with the superpowers. Like who know okay, the three of them know that the, they each have superpowers, but nobody else knows that Jughead can't hear right. slash do they know that he can't hear you know, it's hard to Also keep... they use that very selectively because there are times when I'm like, why doesn't he just read their mind? Doesn't right. he always have to read their mind because he's deaf? Yeah. But we don't we shouldn't I can't. Like that <laughs> And I said that while I was watching it with Jeff, and Jeff paused it and was like, we cannot get into semantics. <laughs> and I was like, okay. I know. I'm just saying. But it is hard for hear. me to let go of the idea that he can, he doesn't need to hear because he can read people's minds as if everyone right before they speak rehearses exactly what they are going, to, they're say going to say in their mind like a script. I just am very hung up on it. It's it's a lot. I, I just, I, I feel like it would help out a lot in these situations. Like, I know he can't read Percival Pickens' mind, but- can he read the minds of everybody else? Like, couldn't he be being more diabolical with his gift in the way that Percival Pickens is diabolical with his gift? Because there are ways to manipulate people if you know what they are secretly thinking. Totally. You don't have to have mind control to be able to manipulate them. Why aren't they playing with that? Totally, totally. They're literally just acting. The only way he uses his mind control is as like a substitute for hearing instead of exploring the difference between being able to hear and being able to read minds, two different things. Yes. So they are battling in this episode, the triad are battling not only Percival Pickens, but they're battling Cheryl because then they realize Cheryl's trying to kill us and we don't know why, which I think is very funny. <laughs> the fact I'm just like, wait a second. Why is she trying to kill us now? <laughs> yeah, that's fun, and especially since it's happened a couple times throughout the years. So they just kind of take it in stride, you know? <laughs> like, all right, let's go find out why Cheryl's trying to kill us. <laughs> and they do find out, but how did, this was so funny. Oh, my God, MJ. So And they're like, Jughead, why don't you go over to Thornhill and read Cheryl's mind? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to go read her mind. But he goes and he knocks on the door of Thornhill. And who answers it? It's Britta. And so... I love because I I mean, Jeff and I say this to each other a lot. We watch a lot of horror movies that like if I ever get a call from him and he says, like, get out of the house now, I will immediately get out of the house and I will not ask any questions. <laughs> and I love that they do follow those rules inside of Riverdale because Jughead says to Britta, like he immediately hears in her brain that something is going wrong. Right. And he's like, OK, look, listen. I can read your brain. I can read exactly what you're saying. So tell me everything that's going on inside of your brain really, really fast. And then uh, I can help you. And she just does it. Yeah. Tells him everything. Yeah. Tells him immediately of just like, Cheryl's on Cheryl. She is Abigail. She is stuck inside of her mind. I need to get her out. I'm trying to get her out. And she's also trying to kill all three of you. And he's like, oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that was a fun scene. That was a great scene. I'm like, again, this should be the A plot. Like, this is what we come here for. Right. So what are their answers for it? That they got to scare the ghost <laughs> out of her? Yeah. 
I'm going to need your help breaking down exactly how they approach this. What happens with Cheryl? Because I was confused. So they take her. And they're like, oh, she's got like also did no more research. Like, what if Britta was evil and was lying about it? But again, didn't question. Yeah, alliances are broken down so quickly. Like Britta is basically, you know, a Stockholm syndrome captive of Cheryl. And yet she just turns on her instantly. Yes. (laughs) But she also she's doing it because she needs to help MJ. That's true. That's true. They need to be helped. And Nana Rose is still stuck in that. Hey, room upstairs. (laughs) She's so old. She took her wheelchair. But we got to help Nana Rose. So what do they do? They kidnap her and they, like her ancestors, their ancestors did, tied her to a stake and tried to burn her at the stake to be like, let Cheryl out or we're going to burn you again. Let Cheryl out of her cage. So they set it on fire <laughs> and she's screaming under the, I forgot to say under the blood moon. She had to right. do it all under the blood, blood moon. moon. So I think that the blood moon, I guess, had something to do with this ritual that they were having underneath the blood moon, which I don't know who directed this episode, but there were a lot of creative choices with the shot list. That of this episode. So many shots from like off to the corner where everything else was blurred, but only like this thing in the like bottom right hand corner were not blurred. <laughs> I don't know. It was, so the blood moon scene, you get this big blood moon, and they just kept doing a pan shot as Cheryl looked up and was going like, <laughs> like screaming up, and then blood moon, scream, blood moon, scream. There's so much of it. But they're like, bring back out Cheryl. So the ritual worked, yeah, and they got Abigail's ghost out of Cheryl's body. Uh-huh. Cheryl took over; the fire went away, right? So nobody got hurt. No, somehow, nobody's burned. Somehow, nobody got hurt. But they had brought a doll, so that in the same way that I guess I thought she was trapped in a mirror. I thought she was trapped in that little spider thing that Nana Rose was holding onto Cheryl originally, but she was just trapped inside of her own mind. But they got the ghost out of the body into the doll's body. Mm-hmm. So now we have an Annabelle again. Right. We've already had ghost doll before. Isn't that, Yeah, that's like where we started, right? We've had ghost doll before, <laughs> so they're going back. To ghost doll. But they did, I couldn't, I couldn't figure out if it's the same ghost doll as when JJ's corpse was in the house. No, it wasn't. Right, no, that was like a ventriloquist dummy, right? Wait, that wasn't, and also, wasn't that Penelope that was moving because Penelope was living in the walls? Yes. So the corpse wasn't reanimated. It wasn't the... That's right. The corpse was never reanimated. It was just being dragged around by Cheryl. But the doll was reanimated, right? The doll was, no, the doll, I think, was being controlled. I think that Penelope was moving it. Yeah. To keep her scared to think that JJ was in the house when in reality, 
her mother, Penelope Blossom, was living within the walls of Thornhill. Right. Okay, right. So that wasn't a magic doll at all. So that was ghost doll, not ghost doll. Uh-huh. And this is ghost, ghost doll. doll ghost. Capital G, capital D, ghost, ghost doll. Ghost doll, yes, ghost doll. <laughs> yes, ghost doll. This is ghost doll. Yes, ghost doll. <laughs> so now there's a real ghost doll in the house, but they also did put a wig on it, which I felt, I don't know if the wig was in the first scene, but I didn't notice the wig. And I was like, now it's got a wig. <laughs> Are they dressing it up like Gloria? Sorry, Gloria. I don't mean to compare you to the ghost doll. <laughs> capital G, capital D. But so now Cheryl's safe. Yes. Cheryl's back. Cheryl is back. How will things will things get more interesting? What will happen with Abigail and Percival? I think that they are going they're they're gonna have to go head to head. Yeah. At, right? Like there's no way Abigail is gone because she lives inside of the doll that is now inside of the house. So Abigail ain't gone. Abigail's just set aside. And Cheryl if I know Cheryl, she'll probably have strong feelings of what Abigail needs and wants and will fight for her. At least that's what she's oh, done you think historically. That she's going to, yeah, do you think she's going to start taking care of Abigail? Yeah, I think she'll she'll try to wage Abigail's war. At least, again, that's what she's done historically. But maybe she'll be mad at Abigail for keeping her prisoner Or in maybe she'll understand Abigail even further because she lived inside of her brain right. for a while. Right. Yes. So she's probably going to keep trying to, because maybe she'll even be doing the doll's bidding. Yes, that's what I'm assuming will happen, because, again, she's done it before with a corpse and with a different ghost doll. And you know she wants to be slaying T.T.'s pussy. (laughs) Get back into it. I need them to be kissing. Remember the art dealer? Remember for a while when Cheryl was making art that was predicting the future, and then she was going to stop that art dealer? Bring back the art dealer. I know. Please. I know. Bring back any sex at all. I'll take at it all. with anybody. We're begging for it. Um, thank you guys so much for joining us. Even on, you know, sometimes Riverdale is an off week. And sorry that we yelled so much about it. I just like, I, I'm so happy that we have Riverdale Roundup, though, at least to, if we have to watch it. Like, what if we were forced to watch it, but then we weren't allowed to ever speak about it? Like, then I don't know. If I could live, like, I don't know if I could continue our, on. Our mental I mean? health would be in a very, uh, somehow an even worse place than if we, somehow it's like how you place. need therapy to talk about what's going on inside your mind. We need this to talk about what's going on inside our mind, re Riverdale. With Riverdale. Yes, 100%. And thank you guys so much for joining us on our downward spiral of <laughs> beautiful nightmares. <laughs> thank you guys. We will be back next week for Lord God, whatever is going to happen next week and thank you guys so much for joining us for Riverdale Roundup my name is Jackie I said my name <laughs> my name's up <laughs> as if you didn't fucking know <laughs> well, I love you guys I'll be back I'll see you next week goodbye Bye. you are the weakest link goodbye goodbye I'm this show is made possible by listeners like you Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. 
Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.